30 pre-owned trucks and SUVs under $30,000. Some of these great deals qualify for our highly rated Buy Here, Pay Here program. Hurry, these trucks are selling fast. Visit online at BurnsChevyOfGaffney.com or in person at Exit 92, just past the Big Peach on I-85. Burns Chevrolet, your right choice since 1923. When it's time to replace your roof, there are so many things to consider. From the type of roof you have to the many types and styles of shingles. Gillstrap Roofing understands how each part of a roofing system works together to give you a beautiful and watertight barrier. Don't trust the one thing that really protects your home to just anyone. Gillstrap Roofing has been covering the upstate for four generations. Proven, experienced roofers for your home or business. Gillstrap Roofing, 269-1232. I'm a donut nut, I'm a donut nut, I'm a nut for Krispy Kreme. I'm Glenn Reese with Krispy Kreme Donuts in Anderson and Spartanburg. We're open seven days a week. Pick up some delicious donuts and a cup of coffee. Whether it's our famous glazed or one of our specialty donuts, we have something for everyone at work or at home. Call Spartanburg and Anderson Krispy Kremes. I'm a donut nut, I'm a donut nut, I'm a nut for Krispy Kreme. Here at Granger Nissan, we have the perfect vehicle for tailgating the Clemson Tiger games. The Nissan Pathfinder and Nissan Rogue both have room for all of your family and gear. With a new inventory coming in daily, now is the time to secure one and get yours reserved. With special financing starting at only 1.9%, Granger Nissan will work with you in getting you the best price and deal today. Located at 3510 Clemson Boulevard in Anderson, you can call 864-328-1188 or shop us online at GrangerNissanOfAnderson.com. Thanks to you, Reed's Jewelers has expanded their Haywood Mall location. America's largest family-owned jeweler is in the same location with nearly twice the floor space as before. They invite you to visit and be amazed at their savings on diamonds, watches, and more. You're the reason why Reed's has grown and moved into their new 21st century expanded store. Reed's Jewelers delivering superior customer service next to Belk on the top floor in Haywood Mall. Online at Reed's.com. It's time for the Mark Childress Show on 105.5 The Roar. Sports from a different angle with national guests and exclusive player and coach interviews. And now, Mark Childress. Welcome in, everybody. Mark Childress here. It's the Mark Childress Show. It's Monday, October the 24th. Glad to be here. Best... Time slot on the roar between Walt Deptula and Dabo. It doesn't get any better than that. Tiger calls. Yes, it's on tonight at eight o'clock. Ramona and I were kind of like, hey, it's a bye week. Are they doing are they doing tiger calls? Yes, they're doing tiger calls tonight with Coach Sweeney and Don Munson. Make sure you catch that at eight o'clock. Thanks for hanging out with me between now and then. Six five four seven six two seven. Six five four seven six two seven is the text line. It's also the phone line. Do you want to jump on and talk about uh, one for the ages? What a football game on Saturday between the Tigers and Syracuse. It's been interesting to see the way the national media has handled that a little bit since Saturday. Um, by week this week, and it couldn't come at a better time. Clemson's the only eight and zero team in the country in a late bye week compared to most of the other teams. And uh, now that they've made it through those eight weeks, you're glad for the the late bye week. But I would think week five, six, or seven 
would probably be the best time for a buy during the season to kind of cut it in half, give you a little bit of time to uh, to rest up. But uh, the Tigers made it, and uh, just four games remaining, and three of those are at home. It's just a quirky schedule this year. I really like the way that things line up for the Tigers. But if you want to jump in, we've already got people hitting me on the text line, 654-7627, or give me a call, man. We can talk. Buy whatever you want. We'll see. Hey, Ramona, random things that just a, a, you I know, like occur, random things. occur to me. Yeah. Next Monday night's Halloween. Am Ooh. I going to be doing a show? I don't, I don't know. know. I have to figure all that I out. Know. I haven't thought through this yet uh, entirely, but um, are you a big Halloween fan? You said ooh in a way uh, that you're like... I don't usually do Halloween. Kids don't come to my house. Have you scared them all away? Uh, well, or <laughs> is it just where you live? Well, yeah, it's kind <laughs> of where I reasoning? live. You have to go down a street okay. and, then, and then back down a street and then down a long... It's, I, they don't. They don't really get around there. If you wanted to give your address out on the no. air, we could flood your house. No, you know, you know no, I'm teasing. No, no. You know I'm teasing. No, yeah. I don't really do. I don't really do Halloween, but yeah. But kids don't come there anyway. Yeah. Uh, well, I'm sorry for that. So that means you can buy all the Halloween candy and eat it yourself. Yeah. Oh yeah. Which I would probably do anyway. What is? What's your favorite Halloween candy? I like M and M's. Plain or peanut? Plain. It's hard to go wrong with playing M&M's. Yeah. I'll yeah, allow it. It is. it is. You'll allow it? Yeah. I think what that's good. That? Oh, no, that, I started to say, what is that food you don't like? But that's Thanksgiving. Oh, so we'll, yeah. No, we'll, we'll save that for we'll, November. Yeah. We'll, yeah. we'll save that, that controversy. Holy, what's your favorite candy? That just, just about got me run off the air yeah, last Thanksgiving. No, I'll, no. I'll save that for later. Um, what is your favorite candy? So I, I have... I'm allergic to peanuts, and this is not something, this is something that I only figured out a couple of years ago, and before that, it was Reese's peanut butter cups that were my favorite, but I've developed a peanut allergy, Wow! so I have Ooh. to tuck that now. I, it's kind of weird and offbeat, but I love Mike and Ike's. Do you know what those are? That's not a chocolate candy, is it? It is not a chocolate yeah, candy. Yeah, I wouldn't know it unless it's a chocolate candy. So you're only, you're only staying in the chocolate family, whereas <laughs> yeah. I'm going out for the yeah, Mike and Ike's. Yeah, fruits or something, They're right? like uh, little like jelly, they're kind of like jelly beans, but yeah. they're better. I don't Mike mind and jelly beans, but I'm a chocolate person, so. I'll bring you some Mike and Ike's, uh, one of the shows that I come in here the next right, couple of weeks, right. and we'll I'll let try. you try them on the air. You can give me feedback on the air. <laughs> I'll see what happens. We should have had a, we should, if we do Halloween <laughs> next week, we should have like a Halloween Halloween candy ranking or testing yeah. or something along those lines. Uh, we can figure I it could, out. I could test some candy. Yeah, that would, this would be fun. I, I wouldn't be averse to testing candy. We should do this across all our shows. <laughs> See, uh, this is these are the kind of ideas that we uh, that we hey, come up with go. here. There you go. That's good stuff. Again, text line and phone line six five four seven six two seven. Got a couple of guests in my uh, final two segments here of my show today. Hasn't been on with me in a hot minute. Ellis Tolbert from 4th and 16 is going to be joining me. We'll be talking college football in the second segment. And Lawton Swan from Clemson Sports Talk in segment number three. Got to spend some time with Lawton in the press box at the game on Saturday. And I'm going to have him back again. So that should be a lot of fun. Hey, if you missed it today, just I guess we call it breaking news. It seems like a Clemson player is being recognized every week. But the Atlantic Coast Conference announcing today Jordan McFadden was the offensive lineman of the week and uh, the running back of the week. Not a surprise at all. Will Shipley gets his. That's the fourth time McFadden has collected the ACC offensive lineman of the week award. And that brings him just one shy of the Clemson record and the Clemson records owned by his coach, Thomas Austin. So uh, I wonder if coach is going to, 
encourage McFadden to try to tie the record? Does he want to keep the record to himself? So maybe some uh, issues between those two guys. You know I'm kidding. I'm sure that uh, Thomas Austin would love for McFadden to win it about four more times and go blowing by him. But I thought that was interesting and uh, and a little bit quirky. So uh, we did see that today. A couple of people uh, hitting me on the text line and asking, uh, reflection during the off week, what is the most pressing area that needs improvement for Clemson? It's a question that I hadn't considered. Now, the texter responded to his own text and said, offensive linemen and wide receivers might need the most. I would disagree on one of those. I feel like the offensive line has been really good this season and really good the last couple of weeks. Clemson ran the ball 60 times, 60 times against Syracuse. And I felt like they were road grading for a large portion of that game. They protected DJ for the most part. They protected Cade for the most part. So a little unsure as to why you would think offensive linemen is one of the most pressing areas that need improvement. You can always improve, but I wouldn't put that at the top of my list. I would absolutely say it is wide receivers. Bo Collins, I believe, has not caught a ball in the last two weeks. I think EJ Williams has gone three weeks without getting a catch. Joe Ngata, I want to say, has four catches in the last two weeks. But I'd have to go and check that because I'm kind of doing this off the top of my head on the question. Clemson is not getting the type of production from the receivers on the outside that they're going to need if they want to win the ACC championship game, win either their bowl game or a playoff game if they're in it. And I don't know what the reasoning is behind this. I feel like Clemson has the talent. We saw Bo Collins first four weeks of the season catching a lot of balls, catching a lot of touchdown passes. We've seen flashes from Ngata. He's had some good games, had some games where he disappears a little bit. I don't know if it's the play calling. Clemson's leaned a lot heavier into, run, into the run the last two weeks. So if you're throwing the ball a lot less, you're not going to see as much production from the outside wide receivers. But between Agent Zero, the tight ends, and the running backs, that's where the majority of the passing game's coming from right now. Antonio Williams makes plays every week. I feel like he's open a lot. I'm just not seeing a lot of separation, it feels like, from some of those other receivers. And I was even texting with some friends and uh, texting with my son Faxon during the game on Saturday. And we were going into halftime, and we were like, are we concerned yet? I, I wasn't necessarily super concerned. I felt like the Tigers were going to get together at halftime and make a comeback. But one of the things that I pointed out is I don't feel like our receivers are getting a lot of separation. Are they, are they not getting open enough so that DJ can get them the ball? We keep hearing about Adam Randall. And we know what he can do. We know he's still coming off an injury and they're working him back in. And again, he was involved in some big plays the last couple of weeks, but not making those big catches that we're used to seeing over the years from wide receiver U. So if there's one area of the team, the most pressing area that quote unquote needs improvement, I would absolutely say it is the wide receivers. A lot of the other areas, I feel like Clemson's doing a lot of good things right now. Another texter gets in, you know, at least we've got Antonio Williams working right now. Boy, has he been fantastic or what? He's electric, fun to watch. Some good stuff there. 
it was a really interesting game, especially the parallels back to the 2018 game with Syracuse where you've got the backup quarterback coming in and making a difference late, a big comeback, some strange things happening in the game. You had the 90-plus yard fumble return in this one back in 2018. Obviously, Trevor Lawrence getting hit on kind of a quirky tiptoe run down the sidelines. And boy, let me tell you, not that anybody around, I don't feel like people around here question Dabo a lot from a coaching perspective. I see it nationally sometimes that maybe he's had great coordinators over the years. Maybe Dabo isn't, you know, the greatest X's and O's guy. Dabo Sweeney with one of his top coaching moves of the last 10 years on Saturday. He went to Cade Klubnik at the absolute perfect time, and it paid off, and it got that team a win that I don't know if they'd have gotten otherwise. I don't know if Clemson would have found a way to win that game with DJ at quarterback. We'll never know, but what a call. What a call by Dabo to put Cade in. And Cade did just enough. Electric on that two-point conversion. You see the quickness that he has. Did Syracuse have to make some subtle changes in the way they were defending the Tigers because they were worried about Cade? Worried about him getting loose? DJ runs very differently than Trevor Lawrence ran. The Deshaun Watson ran, the Kelly Bryant ran, or Cade Klubnik. Cade might be the fastest of that entire bunch. Did the fact that Syracuse had to make some subtle changes potentially to worry about the speed of Klubnik open that run game up just a little bit more? Klubnik didn't have that spectacular passing play except on the two-point conversion. But again, he did all the right things. Spark plug. Can't question it. It was great. A couple of other textures running are jumping in here. Are they running DJ too much? It's a really good question. I've always looked at it like this, and if, if you disagree with me, let me know. But you've got to run the quarterback some, right? You can't do the zone read and give it to the running backs every single time. So just by definition, you're going to have to run him. And... I don't have any kind of problem with that. I don't mind the design runs. I don't mind the draw plays. They've worked effectively a number of times this season. The only time that I would question it a little bit is on these third and shorts and these fourth and shorts. There have been a number of times this season where DJ has run the football or elected to keep it in his own read. And at least on third downs, not gotten enough yardage. And it hasn't seemed like the right call, but we're getting nitpicky here. I feel like the Clemson run game is elite right now. It's absolutely elite. And they're doing very well. A couple of other textures. He had times where he had a lane, but forced the ball, possibly. It just seems like sometimes, and again, we're getting very nitpicky. For seven games this season, DJ Uyunglele, very strong. And it felt like was building to something even bigger. Don't know what happened on Saturday. There's been a lot of talk about this kerfuffle between one of the Syracuse players and DJ and them stepping on his hand. And you can even see his hand all carved up in uh, in some of the shots from the post game. Could that have had an impact? 
who knows? We did not see the DJ that we had seen the last four or five weeks this past Saturday. And maybe Syracuse was ready for it. Maybe teams are leaning in a little bit more and making sure they're factoring it in. It's interesting. Another texter jumps in. Some good texts so far tonight, guys. Keep them coming. 654-7627. This one says the book is out on our wide receivers. If you play them right, they can't catch the ball well in traffic. They can only catch on the sidelines. I don't know about that and the feedback on that. We haven't seen the consistency. And again, that's why I said if there's an area of improvement or one team that we're looking for improvement for, that it would be one portion of the team, that it would be the wide receivers. I think it's fair. I think criticism is fair right now. Don't know how much play calling. And again, Clemson ran it 60 times, 60 times on Saturday. So we can't complain that much that the wide receivers didn't produce when they were clearly leaning into the run game, wearing the Syracuse defense down so that they could take advantage of that in the fourth quarter. And that's exactly what they did. It worked. It worked. Combine that with DJ having an off day and putting in a backup quarterback that they might not have been as comfortable with throwing the football. You're not going to see the greatest day from the receivers. But it's something to keep our eye on and to watch it. A couple of quick texts here before we get out for break. Pump faking on some throws from DJ. They're suggesting him doing that, that it's been working a little bit this season. And, uh, and what else can they do? I don't know. We'll keep our eye on it. But let me tell you, that's a game that I will remember for a long time for that comeback. And when the Clemson Tigers are in the playoffs, and I've said it all year, and I'll continue to say it, I felt like Clemson was an 11-1 or 12-0 team that wins the ACC and goes to the playoffs at either 13-0 or 12-1. Still think that's going to happen? It's going to depend on matchups in the playoffs to see how far the Tigers can, can go. And I think they'll have to play a little bit better than they're playing now. But we'll see what happens. All right. Hey, coming up next segment, my good friend Ellis Tolberts from 4th and 16 is going to hop in. We're going to chat a little Clemson football, make our way around college football as well. If you want to be a part, continue in on the text line, 654-7627. This is the Mark Childress Show. Here at Granger Nissan, we have the perfect vehicle for tailgating the Clemson Tiger games. The Nissan Pathfinder and Nissan Rogue both have room for all of your family and gear. With a new inventory coming in daily, now is the time to secure one and get yours reserved. With special financing starting at only 1.9%, Granger Nissan will work with you in getting you the best price and deal today. Located at 3510 Clemson Boulevard in Anderson, you can call 864-328-1188 or shop us online at GrangerNissanOfAnderson.com. Experience the best with Cromer Food Services and join our team. Family owned and operated since 1981. We take pride in offering a wide variety of snacks, food, and beverages to area break rooms through vending machines, office coffee service, and micro markets. Positions are full-time, first shift, Monday through Friday with 401k matching, great benefits, and more. Apply today at cfsvending.com and join the Cromer Food Services family. You'll be glad you did. Bennett Equipment is the Upstate's premier independent local construction equipment and rental and sales source. 
serving customers in Greenville, Spartanburg, and Seneca, and coming soon to Hiawassee, Georgia. The lineup of Takeuchi track loaders, excavators, and wheel loaders are the best in the industry, so why settle for less? Choose the best with Bennett Equipment and Takeuchi. Bennett Equipment, 22 years strong in the upstate and growing. And as always, if you need equipment, buy it or rent it from Bennett. Low Country Male is a concierge medical practice that treats testosterone replacement, weight loss, and sexual health. Our process is simple. Full blood work followed by a consultation with our physician. We review the objective and subjective results to come up with a tailor-made plan just for you. Pricing is simple and straightforward, starting at $220 a month for testosterone, unlimited doctor visits, and labs. We also offer growth hormone, Wagovi, ED treatments, and much more. Make man men again. Book today. LowCountryMail.com. Prescription products require an online consultation with a healthcare provider who will determine if a prescription is appropriate. Restrictions apply. See website for full details and important safety information. Subscription required. Refund available for 60 days after purchase. Hey guys, did you know there's a generic form of Viagra that works just the same but is 90% cheaper? And you can get it online? Just go to 4 slash radio. You'll get a free medical consultation, discreet shipping if prescribed, a 100% online process, and trusted generic alternatives to the biggest brands at 90% off. That's right, get generic for Viagra, the same active ingredient as brand name Viagra, but 90% cheaper. It's the same medication you get from your doctor, but with zero copay, no expensive appointments, and no awkward face-to-face -face conversations. Results are guaranteed or your money back. To start your free online visit, you need to go to this exclusive address, 4 slash radio. That's 4 slash radio for your free online visit. F-O-R-H-I-M-S dot com slash R-A-D-I-O. There's no day more important than game day. No game more important than the next. And no team more important than your Clemson Tigers. Now that the season is here, do your part to support your team with what you wear, put on your car, and serve at your tailgate. The Tiger Sports Shop is conveniently located on College Avenue and Tiger Boulevard in Clemson. They have selections for everyone to be able to show their Tiger pride. If you're short of time, shop the website at tigersports.com and either pick up your order or have it shipped to you direct. The Tiger Sports Shop is all in, all the time. Go Tigers! Tri-County Technical College is transforming lives one student at a time. If you're a student interested in a career in the healthcare field, there's no better place to start. From certified nursing, ECG technology, to medical assistance and pre-pharmacy, the range of healthcare programs at Tri-County offer a wide variety of programs to help you land a great career in a great field. And at TCTC, we can cover the cost. To learn more about your future and careers in healthcare, discover the possibilities at tctc.edu. One of the things I hear a lot when I'm out in public these days is, hey, Qua, congrats on the weight loss. And I appreciate that because it affirms the work that Dr. Ashley Lucas and her team at PhD Weight Loss have done for me to help me be healthier, to help me eat healthier. And not just that, but it goes beyond just a prescription of things to do. They've changed the way I think about food and relate to food. And they can do the same for you. If you've got symptoms of type 2 diabetes or sleep apnea, if you've been struggling for a long time with your weight and you want a program that works, I've got a solution for you. Talk to Dr. Lucas's team. They are top notch. Through the ups and the downs of the weight loss process, they will keep you right on track. They're still helping me in the maintenance phase, even though I lost 24 pounds in five weeks months ago. I promise you, if you sit down with these folks, They'll have a solution that meets your specific needs. Find out more at their website, myphdweightloss.com.
Welcome back in to the Mark Childress Show. We are efforting Ellis Tolbert from 4th and 16. Hope to have him along here in just a second. Talk some college football and uh, also talk uh, talk some Clemson football. AP Top 25, all of that. Clemson still remains at 5. Are you one of those people out there that still worry about the AP poll and are like freaked out about it? Will you call me if you are? 654-7627. There's still people with a lot of angst talking about how Clemson, even if they're undefeated, because of the way that uh, the national media portrays them, that maybe they're not going to end up in the top four. I completely 1,000% disagree and would have disagreed with you in week two. This stuff sorts it out every season. There's never been that year where there's four or five undefeated teams or there's five undefeated teams and only four are going to get in. All these teams above Clemson, two of them are definitely going to lose at least one game. At least one game. Georgia plays Tennessee in a couple of weeks. Ohio State plays Michigan a couple of weeks. Just right there by attrition, Clemson's going to move up. I would think, man, I don't know. I would think that the Tigers will be in the first poll, which I believe is a week from tomorrow. Will they be in the top four? I think there's a good chance they will be. I do. I think Clemson has a better resume than Michigan. It's above them. And I think Clemson will be four. Haven't really thought through it a whole lot, but to me, that's where it will be. Try to get that figured out. And again, the media continues to pile on. The national media, and listen, I've sat in the press box. I've seen some of these guys. I've seen some of these guys as they're writing these articles. Like we, we saw, I think it was Joel Klatt who was leaning in on Clemson this past weekend. Some of the AP writers have been saying, well, you know, Clemson, they're probably, they got an easy schedule the rest of the way, and they're probably going to make the playoffs, but they're definitely going to, they're, they're definitely not going to win a playoff game. I'm like, okay, guys, there's, what, five weeks left in the season, then championship games? There's a lot that could happen. There's a lot that could happen. And there are teams in the top six, six, eight, that Clemson absolutely, absolutely would beat, in my opinion. I think Michigan is a team that Clemson would match up with very well. Michigan likes to run the football. Clemson likes to stop teams running the football. Period. Very easy. I think that'd be a good matchup. I am not a believer in the Tennessee Volunteers right now as a playoff team. Clemson makes the playoffs. Give me Tennessee right now. Right now. And again, I know they have an electric offense, but they can't stop anybody. And they've never been there before. Michigan made it last year. They don't have the experience necessarily long-term at Tennessee. If Tennessee made the playoffs this year, that would be far exceeding all of their goals. I would like either one of those matchups right now. It would be interesting to see. A couple of texts coming in if you want to jump in. 654-7627. 654-7627. Media's always disrespected Clemson. Yep. Water is wet. People can keep getting fired up about it. I know Qualk got fired up today on the air. Heard that rant. And uh, and I'm okay with it. I get why he's frustrated. 
It, it literally is the same thing every year. It's that and all of these announcers that literally for a living coverage, they cover college football for a living. They go to these games every week. They're constantly broadcasting games. They have been to Clemson in person numerous times. And they get on the air and say, why is Clemson rushing the field after beating a Syracuse team? So I, I am more tired of that. More tired of that than I am just about the overall disrespect about Clemson allegedly, quote unquote, not playing anybody. I'm like, are you so lazy? Think about how much, if you're listening to me right now, think about how much you know about college football. Probably a decent amount. I know a lot about college football. This is a part-time job for me being at the Roar and getting to do Tiger Tailgate Show on Saturdays. I'm a huge fan. I feel like I am way into the upper echelon of knowledge about college football. What if I did not have a day job? What if my day job was to cover college football and you gave me an additional 40 to 50 hours every week that I could watch games, I could read articles, I could be on television talking, I could be on the radio talking. Think about how much I would know. These are the people that continue to, to talk about how Clemson rushes the field every, you know, rushes the field against teams that might not be worthy of a field rush. That's lazy. And you should be ashamed of yourself if you're a national college football announcer, analyst, beat writer that doesn't know that Clemson does that. That annoys me more than anything else. That. And it's super annoying. Some more texts coming in on the text line, 654 7627. What's the likelihood of Klubnik's play package being expanded during the bye week? Adding more downfield passing with slot receivers and tight ends as well. All right, let's talk about Klubnik. So I don't think I listened to as much as I could today of the roar. I've been on the message boards. I've been reading the articles. I think Dabo put it to rest immediately that there's not a quarterback controversy here. Going forward, it's DJ's team. So I don't think we have anybody arguing for Klubnik. But I do think two things changed significantly after this game this past Saturday. Number one, I think the leash on DJ is potentially even shorter in upcoming weeks if he is having a bad game. If he is turning the ball over again frequently, I don't think necessarily he would have seen that one additional drive or two that led to that final turnover that he had. I think that the leash would be shorter to bring in Klubnik in future games this season. That's number one. Number two, man, do you, do you need to get Kate out there every week? Even if it's for a drive, even if it's just to change things up and it might depend on the circumstances, but do you bring him in? almost like you used to bring in a wildcat quarterback just to, to kind of change it up and do things different. I think if nothing else, you're probably building out some more packages for, for Cade in case he does need to come in. If DJ's struggling again, or God forbid DJ were to get hurt. So I think those are the two, the two biggest tweaks that you need to make shorter leash for DJ, potentially going forward, more package for Clay, for Cade and potentially proactively put him in a game every week especially since he was such a big spark plug in the last one. I've had a number of texters hit me up. I do not know the official answer to this. How bad was the injury to DJ's hand after he was stepped on? If you've seen pictures, 
And you can find that on some of your favorite Clemson sites and uh, figure that out. Look for yourself. It looked like it was carved up pretty good, but I did not hear him or anyone else making that an excuse after the game. So he'll, we'll hope he's okay. Another texter from the 864. Cade will be very good, but it's not quite his time yet. I would agree with that. I think he would agree with that. Did you see his post-game comments? That kid is so poised. I was probably more impressed with Cade and DJ's remarks after the game than I was about Cade's play during the game. Both of those kids are so polished. And DJ and Cade seem to have a great relationship. DJ cheering Cade on, congratulating him after the game. Cade coming to DJ after the game and saying, hey, this is your team. You are the leader of this team. I got you. I'm here when, I, you're, when I'm needed, but this is your team. Think about how young these guys are. Think about it. So impressed. Leads to the culture of the team and everything that goes with it. Another person, uh, I'm kind of on a grab bag run here, both of these two segments today. So thanks for all the texts. I think we've had some good questions and some good feedback. Here's another one coming in from the 704. How many teams in the top eight are one injury away from not being a playoff contender? I would say all eight. I mean, any of those teams lose their starting quarterback? I think that changes things significantly. Alabama, a lot of people frustrated with Alabama. Not frustrated, but saying maybe they're not as good. Maybe they're gettable this year. Maybe they are, but, you know, Bryce Young was hurt a couple of weeks. And you saw the difference in that team. You know, I think Bryce Young was out two weeks and then came back from an injury to play in that Tennessee game that they ended up losing. You take the starting quarterback off of Georgia, Ohio State, Tennessee, TCU, Oregon, or Clemson. Yeah, that's going to be problematic for all of them. Could Michigan survive it? They're, they're such a run-focused team. Maybe they could. Alabama's already shown that they could survive it. I mean, maybe I don't put Clemson on that list because Clemson just won a game with their backup quarterback coming in. But they can figure that out. So it'll be interesting to see. Again, 864 864- 654-7627. Keep the text coming. If you want to jump in, got some time here before uh, we hit the next segment. I am scheduled to get uh, Lawton Swan on with me in the final segment today. We'll talk more about the game against Syracuse. I'm also curious what you folks are going to be doing out there on your bye week. It's been a grind, a fun one. Eight consecutive Saturdays with Clemson football. And now we have a weekend where we do not have a game. So I do Tiger Tailgate show before all road and home games. That's three hours of radio. So my Saturdays are even extended, right? Because I'm obviously watching the games afterwards. So seven hours of eight consecutive Saturdays for me. What am I going to do this Saturday? I don't know. I haven't really even thought about it yet. There'll be great college football on. I know I'll be watching a bunch of that. The weather sure has been nice. Have to get that figured out. What are people doing? And how many people are having weddings on the bye week? 
I'm sure there's some out there. I'm sure there's some people that as soon as that schedule came out, that's when they scheduled their wedding on the bye week. You're not supposed to have weddings in the fall. But on a bye week, potentially, will you allow it? I think potentially you could. Hunting, fishing, honeydew list around the house. Endless, endless possibilities on what to be able to do. Hey, real quick here, uh, before we get out to break, we still got a minute or two. Let's jump on the phone line, 654-7627, and talk to Bobby. Bobby, what's up, man? What you doing? Uh, hey, Mark. I'm just so lonely home from work. Uh, we've never spoken, but we kind of struck a, uh, a nerve when we own the rushing the field thing. Uh, first of all, I kind of think this was Clemson's most complete game this week. With the defense just dominated, you know, they allowed 14 points. Yeah. And the offense moved the ball at will. You know, you had four turnovers, you know. Clemson should have won the game by 20 or 30 points. But you're talking about rushing the field. When, I would like to know when the last time that the Clemson fans – didn't meet at the pole. Win, lose, or draw. I don't ever remember it not happening. Well, COVID, remember, Bobby, with COVID, they, they shut that down for a while and then allowed it afterwards, but not COVID-related? I have no idea. I've been coming to games for 25-plus years, and I don't remember it not happening. I've lived in Easley 45 years, and I've been a Clemson fan ever since, and I don't ever remember it not happening. Win, like I said, win, lose, or draw. We always made it to Paul. I love I've never heard it that way. Hey, Bobby, man, thanks for the call. I appreciate you. I had to get out to break here in a second. Win, lose, or draw. We always meet at the Paul. That's right. Hey, I sign off for the Tiger Tailgate show every week before the game. I say, hey, I'll see you at the Paul. That's what it's about, right? Anybody that follows college football should absolutely 100% know that uh, the Tigers are going to, quote, unquote, rush the field, meet at the paw every week. Shame on you, national beat writers and announcers. Do better. Hey, coming up next segment, Lawton Swan from Clemson Sports Talk is going to join me. This is the Mark Childress Show. Here at Granger Nissan, we have the perfect vehicle for tailgating the Clemson Tiger games. The Nissan Pathfinder and Nissan Rogue both have room for all of your family and gear. With a new inventory coming in daily, now is the time to secure one and get yours reserved. With special financing starting at only 1.9%, Granger Nissan will work with you in getting you the best price and deal today. Located at 3510 Clemson Boulevard in Anderson, you can call 864-328-1188 or shop us online at GrangerNissanOfAnderson.com. Bennett Equipment is the Upstate's premier independent local construction equipment and rental and sales source. Serving customers in Greenville, Spartanburg, and Seneca, and coming soon to Hiawassee, Georgia. The lineup of Takeuchi track loaders, excavators, and wheel loaders are the best in the industry, so why settle for less? Choose the best with Bennett Equipment and Takeuchi. Bennett Equipment, 22 years strong in the Upstate and growing. And as always, if you need equipment, buy it or rent it from Bennett. Country Mail is South Carolina's only concierge medical practice that focuses on testosterone replacement and anti-aging. 
We start with a full blood panel, followed by a one-hour consult with our physician. Our pricing is simple. $220 a month for unlimited doctor visits, lab work, plus all your testosterone and supplies. We offer growth hormone treatments, weight loss plans, Wagovi, ED treatments, and much more. Come see what a difference Low Country Mail will make in your life. Make man men again. Book today, lowcountrymail.com. This is for the men who never settle, the ones who miss the fairway all day and still pull out the big stick, the type of guys who will always prefer to be behind the grill than in front of the camera, and the men who never let their friends forget about a high school nickname. This is the Lodge mentality. This is Twin Peaks. Who wants to settle for a single TV? With more TVs, bigger screens, plus our fabulous scenic views, there's more to watch at Twin Peaks. AgPro is your home team. When it comes to the hard yardage of a John Deere compact tractor is unbeatable, just like the Tigers. With dozens of attachments, you can outfit your team player exactly how you want. We carry additional product lines coupled with knowledgeable and friendly parts, service, and sales staff. Visit your home team John Deere dealer at one of our four South Carolina locations or visit us at agproco.com. Come check out our fresh inventory reload at Burns Chevy in Gaffney. We're currently stocking 30 pre-owned trucks and SUVs under $30,000. Some of these great deals qualify for our highly rated Buy Here, Pay Here program. Hurry, these trucks are selling fast. Visit online at BurnsChevyOfGaffney.com or in person at Exit 92, just past the Big Peach on I-85. Burns Chevrolet, your right choice since 1923. With the new Mazda dealership construction underway, there's no space to park the huge in-stock inventory. They have some 22 models and many 23 models in stock. Their loss of space can be your gain. There's never been a better time to get a new Mazda from Bradshaw Mazda. Hi, this is Heidi Aiken. Bradshaw Mazda has interest rates from 2.9, lonely specials, never any market adjustments, and cars in stock. What more could you ask for? Go see my friends at Bradshaw Mazda today. Their cars are just easy to buy. Specials and inventory at BradshawMazda.com. All this month, cast your spell with Purple Haze in Clemson and Williamston. Their adult room dress-up costumes, fashion lenses, UV glow makeup, hats, gloves, and scarves will trick-or-treat your friends at any Halloween party. They have black lights, posters, and other Halloween goodies so you can show them how much you scare. After all, you know the Purple Haze will put a spell on you. Be it Halloween or any time of the year, stop by Purple Haze with stores in Clemson and Williamston for everything Halloween. It's going to be a fun fall in the city of Seneca. Got a lot of great things happening. Remember, through the month of October, Jazz on the Alley, every Thursday night through October, 7 till 9. So come on out and take that in. It's absolutely free and great, great music. Change, change, change. Change, change, change. Give me all you got. Halloween on the green for all you kids starting at 5 o'clock. Hey, bring your bag. Come on out and get a bunch of candy at Norton Thompson Park in downtown Seneca. Winter nights at the Lunny House Museum and the Bertha Lee Strickland Cultural Museum, along with the Lunny Christmas. If you want to know more information about any of these events, it's so easy. You can check out our Facebook at Seneca SC Events, or you can check us out online at www.seneca.sc.us. The City of Seneca. Now, if you just want to give us a call, you can do that too. 864-885-2700. Spend your fall in downtown Seneca. 
It's the 7th Annual South Carolina Veterans Upstate Salute to our veterans at Floor Field in downtown Greenville. See the Special Forces Association Parachute Teams, Fireworks, and the Warbirds Flyover Team. Plus, music from country sensation Colt Ford. Sunday, November 6th, the salute to our veterans at Floor Field, downtown Greenville. For free tickets, go to UpstateSalute.com. The event starts at 3 with a concert at 5. A salute to our veterans with country sensation Colt Ford in concert. Sunday, November 6th, pay tribute to the men and women who serve to keep us free. Go to UpstateSalute.com for tickets and more information. Put down the phone, drop a needle on a vinyl. Welcome back in. Final segment of the show every Monday night from 7 to 8, the Mark Childress Show. Thanks for hanging out with me. Best time slot on the roar between Waltz, who ends at 7 o'clock, and Dabo and Don, who will be here with you right at the top of the hour. Tiger calls. Always so much fun to uh, be able to catch up, hear from Dabo directly. And if you want to call them, you can jump onto that show directly as well and uh, call the network number. They'll give that out at the very beginning of the show, and you can absolutely do that. Can't wait to hear what Dabo has to say as I make my way back to Greenville from doing this show tonight. Time to bring on my good buddy, Lawton Swan from Clemson Sports Talk. Lawton, always good to see your face, man. I've seen you in the press box a couple weeks in a row, man. How you doing? Man, I'm I'm well and uh, just excited about having, honestly, a little bit of a break, I'm sure. <laughs> Clemson is, too, after eight consecutive weeks of football. Yeah, it is a, a late bye week, and uh, that's something I've been talking about on the show a little bit. I actually had two quick questions for you, though. Uh, number one, what's your favorite Halloween candy? Oh, I'm kind of a – this one's not given out all that frequently. I'm a, I'm a Mr. Goodbar guy. Yeah, that's a good one. And you're getting it. You're getting a head nod. <laughs> we're from, good. Then we're good. Yeah, Ramona's like it has to have chocolate in it, and uh, she said hers was plain M and M's. I'm a Mike and Ike guy. That's a pretty random one too, but that is my favorite candy. No, you know no, Mike look, and Ike's. I, I can get into that that branding. I do like the hot tamales, which I think is made by the same company. Yes. So yeah. Yeah. Go. Okay. Yeah, we're good with that. And then. Um, I Qualk went on a big rant on the station today, and you can go on the Roar's website and listen to it. Just about, you know, the the negative coverage. I think I'll call it negative from the national media about Clemson. Whenever they beat someone, and it's just barely, they talk about how Clemson's struggling. I think it was Joel Klatt who uh, came out and said, "Hey, Clemson might make the playoffs, but they're not going to win a game." And and he got frustrated about that. I am starting to get super irritated about these national writers and these announcers on CBS and ESPN when Clemson goes to gather at the paw at the end of the game where they're continually talking about why is Clemson rushing the field when they beat Syracuse? I'm like, this is your full-time job. How do you not know this about Clemson? It comes up every season, and it's really starting to hack me off. Yeah. Yeah, I don't know if it's disheartening or embarrassing, right? I mean, it's a little bit of both, and I know it's frustrating. Because it's a, it, it's something that just continues to exist. And I can remember being a kid and going on the field after a game, throwing the football, diving into the end zone, getting a chance to meet players. There were there was years. I had like a drawer in my bedroom, Mark, that was filled with like gloves from players and oh, that's things awesome. of that nature. Yeah. 
Yeah, and you know, I think that's something that makes Clemson special, and I'm glad they haven't gotten rid of it. There have been plenty of opportunities to get rid of it, but they've stuck with the tradition, and it, it's disappointing that the national media doesn't cover it the way they, they probably should. And then for the Joel Klatt thing, yeah, I talked about Joel today too. You know, I think he's just a guy that just wants to say stuff to hope that you'll tweet about it and talk about it, and that's disappointing because I think he actually knows the game. And I think, you know, if you look at it right now, Florida State, last time I checked, had a win over LSU, who's, by the yeah. way, second uh, in the west of the SEC. And I'm not telling you that, you know, it's it's a, a perfect comparison because we don't play enough games across conference to really determine, you know, whose conference is better. But when the narrative is driven by, oh, this one league is so great and everybody else isn't, that's a problem. And I just I don't understand why it continues to happen. Again, especially for Clemson, who went out and, and wiped the floor uh, with Alabama, the national championship, has beaten them twice on the biggest stage. Spanked. I mean, you go back to that 31 nothing beatdown of Ohio State in 2016, and it, it really just kind of speaks volumes about how no matter how good this Clemson Tiger team does, uh, people just don't want to believe in them. And when they fight, face some adversity, like how many teams in the country, I'll ask you this, Mark, how many teams in the country overcome a fumble when they're at the three-yard line, have it returned 90 yards for a score going the other way and bounce back from that. Not many. Not many teams win a game like that. I, it was a 14-point play. I mean, Clemson was going to score on that drive, and Syracuse ends up scoring. So you lose seven in one end zone and uh, you know lose seven more in the other. So to me, that shows a lot. I almost feel like... I was more impressed by the the fact that Clemson found a way to win the game than I was that they played a poor game. Does that make sense? Like Clemson just going out and, and smashing Syracuse and that game being 38-14, I almost feel better about the result now that the game's over. I was worried during the game, but now that the game's over, I'm like, I feel like this might be even better and show even more about the guts that this Clemson team has and how similar they might be to teams that have gone all the way in the past. Not only that, but think about the, the mindset that Dabo Sweeney has to have. Could be, you know, it's kind of like a chess match, right? He's thinking, what's the move I can make that might energize this place? It's risky. Cade didn't have a lot of snaps. Cade doesn't have a lot of experience. But he knew if he put him in, 80,000 people are all of a sudden going to wake up. And he needed to wake everybody up. It woke the offense up. It woke the defense up. Cade's performance wasn't outstanding. And when I asked him after the game about it, you know, he said, look, I'm getting way too much credit. And he, he really was, but it was his energy. You know, the things he was yes. doing after he picked up a first down, it just changed the momentum of the game. He played well. I'm not trying to say he didn't play well, right? But they knew that they were limited with him on the field. And that's why there won't be a change at quarterback, in my opinion. It, it's DJ's team. Yep. It's going to be. Cade still got to mature. But when they needed a spark, it was Cade's energy and then Shipley's legs that, that really brought them back in that game with that 17-point fourth quarter. Hey, continuing on with Lawton Swan from Clemson Sports Talk. You can find him at Clemson Sports on Twitter. Hey, where do you rank Dabo's decision to make the QB change late in the game and bring in Cade in in the decisions that he's made over the years? It's got to be a top 10 for me, right? I mean, what guts to be able to pull that move and it end up paying off? Yeah, I've kind of laughed. Like, what was what was uh, choice C? You know, if B yes, didn't work yeah, out, yeah. where did he go to where did he go next? Because uh, quite frankly, I mean, it really was a, a good move, and you know, it paid off for him. And he he's 
You know, a couple of things I've said about him, and I think everybody will, will agree, you know, when Tommy Bowden was here, and he's a part of my show every Friday, Tommy Bowden will openly admit, you know, he didn't get the team up the same for the competition. Like, yeah. if it was a Furman versus a Florida State, it was kind of a, this roller coaster. Sometimes yeah. they were up for Furman. Sometimes they were down for Florida State. You just never knew what you are going to get. It's when you really leveled that off. And that's why you've seen this streak, and you've seen this run at home, and you've seen – uh, the, you know, what they've been able to do because he's managed to figure out how to drive and motivate 18 to 22 year old men, arguably better than anybody in the country. Um, he, he gets the right fits. He gets a player that comes off after the game, like Cade, who's just so humble. And yeah. uh, you can tell Cade respects DJ and you could tell that, that DJ is appreciative of what happened. And, you know, DJ said that the goal is to win the game. Like that's the stat. And uh, that Dabo has to be, you know, he has to be for the 135 and not just me. And, I mean, that's you can't find that on programs from coast to coast. No. And that's when, when Dabo Swinney and those guys talk about the Clemson family, Mark, that's what they mean. I mean, that's what it's all about. Uh, the culture was on display again this Saturday during the game by the way they won. And then after the game, hearing Cade and DJ complimenting one another, not, you know, making it about themselves or ego or anything like that, making it about the team, making it about the culture. So super important stuff there as we continue on with Lawton Swan from Clemson Sports Talk. Lawton, I feel like the schedule sets up really well for Clemson down the stretch. Of the four games, which one are you worried about the most? Yeah, I still think just based off of what we've seen from Notre Dame recently, I think you have to really eyeball them. They've played a lot better than they did early in the year. Agreed. Uh, South Carolina would be the second at this point for me. Just kind of, you know, it, it, it. Clemson fans may not like it. South Carolina fans might not like it. But, but there's a, there are a lot of similarities, right, but between Dabo Sweeney and Shane Beamer. And that's something to watch moving forward with the Gamecocks. I, I don't think this is their year against Clemson by any means, but Shane Beamer, I think, is, is the right fit there because he, he's trying to instill the same mindset and the same philosophies that Dabo Sweeney has done uh, at Clemson, and, and that's why you see that team improving every week. Yeah, I'm not sold on their offense yet, but I, I am in agreement on Beamer and being the right guy. And, again, they beat a Kentucky team. They did not have their starting quarterback. There were some quarterback issues for Texas A&M. They still went out there and won the games. And when you're in rebuilding mode, you'll take a win however you can get it. And in three years, nobody's going to remember that they beat Kentucky and Texas A&M back-to-back because there were quarterback problems, right? Right. Well, and, and the fact that you know you have a chance to get bowl eligible and yeah. what that does for a program, I mean, it's, it's baby steps. I mean, you look at Sweeney year two. You know, six and seven, the disappointment that people, you know, they're like, hey, we got to get rid of this guy. And then he turns it up, right? He gets yeah. That, you know, gets the ball rolling. And that's kind of what I think South Carolina fans feel they've got right now with Shane Beamer, just a, a very positive, energetic guy. He's a young coach. He's got a family that he puts right out front, you know, and, and that's significant in this day and age where, and, and look at the team they beat. You talk about the counter of that is Texas A&M at this point where it's driven by NIL and how much can I get? you got to ask about, is that me-first attitude filtering into the locker room for those players, and is that part of the reason that Jimbo Fisher has a record worse than uh, Kevin Sumlin's during the the same amount of games there uh, in Aggieland? Yeah, I'm not losing uh, any sleep over that at all, not one bit. And uh, (laughs) 
it'll it'll be it'll be interesting and you know a bunch of people jumping in on the text line too uh lawton and they're saying the same i guess that's where i'm at also right notre dame anytime you go on the road it's a test doesn't matter where you're going you know you're going up to one of the cathedrals of college football notre dame could change the entire outlook of their season by finding a way to grab a win uh coming up so hey uh just about ready to let you go lawton but tell us real quick what can we look for in the next two weeks from you on Clemson Sports Talk. Man, tons of recruiting coverage. My guy Luke Winstall, he is all over the Peach State right now. So uh, Blake Frazier articles coming up tomorrow morning. And then, of course, uh, every day we've got full recaps on our radio show. And uh, just, man, continuing to push forward. This week will be a, a little little more relaxed for me, but uh, I'm excited about where the season's headed for sure. Great stuff. Lawton Swan, always good to talk to you, man. Go follow him on Twitter at Clemson Sports or go to ClemsonSportsTalk.com. Have yourself a great week, Lawton. Mar, be good, man. Always appreciate it. Will do. Coming up next, Tiger Calls with Dabo and Don. Thanks for hanging out with me every Monday night. It's the Mark Childress Show from 7 to 8. You guys have yourself a great evening, and this has been the Mark Childress Show. WCCP-FM 105.5, Clemson, Greenville-Anderson, WAHT-AM 1560, Cowpens, 97.5, Spartanburg. We are the Roar. Providing excellence in service. Proud to be united with the Tigers. Member FDIC. Coca-Cola.